This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. I've personally never tried therapy, but I've heard from friends it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com Waypoint to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Waypoint. ButcherBox makes it super easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty. And ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your front door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use code WP. What is up, y'all? I just got back from Florida. I got to do a little offshore fishing. I was chasing the red snapper on the last day of the season, and we did limit out, but today's show is not about that at all. Today is all about that bass. And we are talking with none other than professional lip ripper Matt Becker. Matt's a major league fishing pro, and he has one circuit win under his belt. This guy is good. Matt's going to tell us about his go-to summer deep water setup, how he finds what's driving the bite, his favorite baitcaster rod and reel setup, his favorite flipping setup. We'll talk about his favorite action camera, and I'm going to ask him what the one lore to rule them all is. Also, while I have your attention, we have these sweet new fishing shirts. And because you guys are such great fans, I've got a deal for you. You can use code BASS, B-A-S-S, on this item, and you'll get not only free shipping, you're going to get 10% off of this shirt. This is a very, very short-term deal. It only lasts a week for the launch of this show. So go to the links in the show notes. You can hit that link and use code BASS to save 10%. Actually, as always, all of the gear mentioned is in the show notes, all the links. So everything that Matt mentions on the show, we've already found it for you and dropped links into the show notes. All right, let's talk some bass fishing this is gearbox talk with matt becker Professional angler Matt Becker, welcome to Gearbox Talk, man. How's it going? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. You know, I'm kind of getting over a little head cold here this week, but um, feeling good now. It's been a couple of days, and uh, we're here talking fishing, so I can't complain this morning. When, when do you hit the lake again for your next tournament? Um, I got a couple of weeks off actually, so okay. I'm looking forward to enjoying some little relaxing time. Actually, that's good. You guys, you guys don't get much. 
you don't get much of that in the summer. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't get much time to do that at all, all year until the fall. So definitely going to look forward to that and, you know, get to spend July 4th at home. So that'll be nice. Dude, I, I so I am um, I'm a I'm kind of a lousy angler, but I'm learning a lot from the show. And I, I kind of mentioned to you earlier, I'm, one of my uh, buddies and our partner here at Go Wild is John Hunter. So every time I talk to a professional angler, I learn so much. And I want to start with you here. We're we're in the heat of summer, and and fishing now is totally different than what you mentioned in the fall or, or a few months ago in the spring. So when you're hitting a lake, you know what's your go-to summer deep water setup, and, and tell us a little bit about the points in the lake that you're fishing. Yeah, so. In the summer, generally, the, the shallower water will have less oxygen simply because the water temperature rises and, and the sun takes a lot of the oxygen out of the water. So those fish have to head out to a little bit deeper water in order to still have the same oxygen levels in order to survive. So they're moving out there and the shad are very similar. So they're, they're going out deeper as well. And those bass are, are really just following the buffet out there. So they're sliding out deeper and they're going to be eating those shad all summer long. Um, I really like to throw a deep diving crankbait in the summer. You know, once that water temperature warms up, those bass really like to chase, you know, they're, they're active. They, they, uh, you know, the, they're cold blooded fish. So as the water warms up, they get more active as the water gets colder, they slow down. They're a little more lethargic. So in the summertime, I really like throwing those moving baits like a deep diving crankbait, I'll throw it on like a seven foot six heavy crankbait rod and a 12 pound line. And I'll use about like a Bagley diving B2. It'll get down to that 12 to 15 foot range. So you can get out pretty deep and catch those fish that are they're feeding up on their shed. Awesome. One, one thing that has impressed me so much with, with the pro guys is, is how much content you guys have to create now, because a lot of your business is working with the brands, right? Like, I mean, that's, yeah. that's really like what makes the world go round and makes a lot of this feasible for you guys. Cause I was talking to somebody the other day, they don't realize how expensive it is for you guys to do what you do. I mean, you're traveling all over the country, you're, you're towing boats, you've got to stay in hotels, you've got all these entry fees. Like it, it's an expensive business to be in. And and when you're working with the brands, you you create a lot of content. You're also telling your own story. You got your own fan bases you're talking to, and and some of these anglers are just it's it's amazing to have seen over the last I don't know five six seven eight years of, of how good the content quality has gotten. And, and you're one of those guys that captures a ton of great content. So I wanted to ask you, you know, why do you feel that that's so important uh, to to tell your story? But also, you know, what is your setup that you're using to to capture that content? Definitely. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's very important in, in the fishing industry right now to, uh, have a content, you know, just continuous content pushed out. It, it helps grow your brand. So more people know who you are. And in turn, you know, the sponsors are going to recognize that and they're going to want to partner with you. And, and, uh, you know, in turn, that's all good stuff for, for you as a fishing brand. So, I really didn't have a single clue when I was getting into the fishing world on, on content. I, I mean, I didn't have the slightest knowledge of, of how to create a video. So <laughs> I'm pretty well self-taught just went on YouTube and, and watched videos. And next thing you know, I'm downloading Adobe premiere pro, which is a pretty, pretty strong program. And, yep. and I dive into that and got a little, uh, 
little overwhelmed with that pretty quickly, but but I just kind of simplified things and uh, really spent a lot of time doing it. And and now I feel like I, I'm at least proficient in it. I wouldn't say I'm a great editor or video creator or anything, but but I'm definitely proficient in it and I can get the job done and create what I need to create. But yeah, I kind of run a little unique setup on my boat for when I'm you know trying to catch uh, fishing content. And I use these right here. It's, it's called Tacticam. So I actually run two of these on the boat. I'll run this one right here. This has the uh, the fish eye lens on it. So I put this one on my windshield of the boat. So it's a little bit more forward in the boat. And uh, it, it it's really just focused on me. So it, it, it catches me, all my movements. You know, I can show off my bait to that camera because it, it kind of widens the angle a little bit. So it, it catches the whole front of the boat at a little bit closer view being on the windshield. And now I run another one without the fisheye lens with just the regular lens on the back of my boat with a yellow stick, which is a, a mount that plugs into your light post in the back of your boat. So it has constant charge. Mm. I run it off there. It's a little different angle and it kind of gets the whole picture. You know, you can see where I'm casting. So it's a couple of different angles and you can edit back and forth between those two. Um, now, the Tacticam does have a great looping mode on it, but I'm a little uh, slow with that. So I like to just run it on continuous record. Explain the looping mode for somebody that's not familiar yeah. with that. Yeah, so the looping mode, um, it, it'll record, you know, 5, 10, 15 minute loops and then stop, erase it, and start over. That way you don't have a bunch of content to go through later. But the issue with that is when you catch a fish and you want to save a piece of content, you have to hit the, the button. You have to hit the stop button in order to save that piece and then start mm. a new clip. So what I found was I will forget to hit that <laughs> when I catch a fish. Yeah. You got excited. other things on your mind, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm too excited, and I want to get back out and – get back to fishing and I'll completely forget to hit that button. And then you go to edit your footage and you're like, well, crap, I forgot this fish. I forgot this. <laughs> fish. So uh, I found, you know, it's a little bit more time consuming because you have to go back through and edit through all the footage and review all that. But I found, you know, that guarantees that you have all the footage from the day. You just let them run continuously. You know, that's one of my biggest, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me one of the biggest things that i'm happy with about my tacticams is this thing right here you plug it in hit the record button and it will run all day without a single hiccup i mean it just runs it's a workhorse you know other cameras i've used in the past will glitch out yeah you know heat and the snow and the cold whatever they'll, they'll kind of glitch out and you have to mess with them all day but but these cameras right here We'll just straight up run for, you know, 12, 16 hours straight, no problem. Yeah, and that simplification is really important for for an amateur that's trying to get into this. You know, you got so many barriers with with gear. And we went through that here setting up our studio, you know, trying to find the cameras that will run continuously, try to find the ones that are in the right format that you want to use. Uh, are the are the Tacticams using like an, an SD card or like what, what kind of uh, memory do you need for, for a full day of fishing? Uh, Yes, so the, they, they use an SD card right here in the back. So I actually have the, the back off. Um, I, I keep the little mount on the boat, so I just twist it off, and I can take the camera inside. But 
there's an SD card in here, right here. Uh, I can't get it out, but I like to use the 256 gigabyte card. Yeah. Okay. That way, um, that gives me about 17 hours of continuous footage on one wow. card. That's, so a, you can, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, so you could be out sun up to sundown in the longest days of the year and you're going to catch every single minute of it. So um, that's, that's awesome, man. You, you don't, you certainly don't need a card that big. You know, you, I believe they, they come with a, a 32 gigabyte card. Which should still capture, you know, plenty of efficient time and, and cards are uh, so cheap now. Just buy the big ones. Like they, they, they yeah. used to be super expensive, but um, awesome. We're going to drop a link to those tact cams in the show notes if you're really interested in one of those. I'm going to move us on to the next question, though. That was an awesome overview of how you're capturing all that real time content. I think it's so important too because people, you know. I did this with my hunting. Uh, I always forget to take pictures because I don't have something rolling. If you have it there and it's already got it, you don't have to worry about that. You know. Uh, all right, I want to talk to you know. Going back to fishing, what are some of the things you look for to determine what the fish are going to be after? What are they biting? You know, how are you deciding what to throw? You kind of mentioned crankbaits earlier, but I mean, like when, when you hit a new lake, what are you looking for to determine that first lure you're going to toss? Yeah. Um, you know, I like to do a lot of research on the body water I'm going to. So it's a lot of it's going to depend on that. You know, for instance, if we were headed to somewhere in the Great Lakes system, that has a lot of gobies in it. So that would determine that I would want to use something that looks like a goby. Or if we're going to head to the Potomac River, like our last tournament, there's a lot of crawfish there. So you're going to want to use something that looks like a crawfish. Or if you're heading to the Tennessee River, there's a lot of shad, gizzard shad, threadfin shad. So you're going to want to use something that looks like the shad. Um, so I use a lot of research prior to even getting to the body of water to determine what the primary forage is going to be. And then I base my pr presentation and bait off of that. Right. That's consistent advice against uh, all the other anglers I've had on here. They all talk about so much of the prep work. You know, um, I once talked to somebody about fly fishing and, and uh, Mark Van Patten, a uh, super well-known fly angler, like literally wrote the book on fly fishing. And he talked about how you'll see amateurs get there to the river and they, they bound into the water and just start fishing. And you'll see the old guy on the side who would just sit and watches for 30 minutes. And then he goes back, goes through, gets his gear ready and he comes out and it's an hour later after the other guy gets there. And the old guy's the one that starts catching the first fish. <laughs> and I think, that's a, that's a live story for Mark. And I think it, it probably may, uh, is very true. Hey, let's talk about your, your favorite bait casting rod and reel setup. What, what are you working with? Yeah. So I actually have it right here. Almost as if it was planned. I'm not sure <laughs> if you'll be able to see this or not, but I like, I, you know, I use favorite rods. So this is the favorite hex series rod right here. Um, this is a seven foot six heavy rod. Um, so it, you know, it, it's very versatile. You can do a lot of different things with it. Um, I have a favorite Soleus XCS reel on there with a 20 pound Seaguar Tatsu fluorocarbon. And now that rod and reel right there is just my workhorse. If I, if I need any kind of bottom bait, it's an extremely sensitive rod. You can feel every little pebble down there and, and, you know, really know when a bass picked it up or if you're on the bottom or in the grass or whatever. Um, so I use a lot of, a lot of jigs, a lot of Texas rigs, a lot of stuff like that on this rod. And, and it's probably my, my favorite 
all around. If I had to pick one rod, I'd be picking this one right here. And what's your favorite flipping setup? Favorite flipping setup. Um, I, I like what's called the favorite big sexy series. It's a seven foot seven extra heavy. So it's a little bit more powerful rod. You can use some bigger weights. You know, I'll put up to a two ounce weight on that, that rod. Same reel, favorite Soleus XCS, but I'll use a Seaguar Smackdown braid on there. So that way, you, you know, you got a little bit heavier line. You can flip into that heavier cover and, and not have to worry about anything. So Awesome. And if you're trying to take notes on, on all, all the things that Matt's talking about, don't worry. We, we've already done that for you. That's in the show notes. So, so if you're, if you're trying to find any of this stuff he's talking about, just, just open up the notes on the YouTube video, or if you're on go wild, you can find it there. All right, man, you've really separated yourself from the, I mean, you got four years pro just won your, your first big circuit this year. You got a, a host of other wins at, at like a, the coastas and whatnot. Um, how are, what are you doing to, to become such, I mean, so many people want to do this. So many people strive. Yeah. Even in retirement from, or, or from out of college, like it's a wide range of people that want to do what you're doing. What's, what's been the key. And I know you probably can't pick like one thing. I know a lot of it's work ethic and stuff like that, but like, what's the thing that you really think has kind of pushed you to, to get to the level you're at today so quick in your career? Well, yeah. I mean, we kind of just talked about it. I mean, it, it's all about the prep work. It, it really is behind the scenes work that nobody sees, you know, that, that is what makes everything happen on the water. You know, nobody will see you rig and tackle till midnight on Friday night or, you know, studying maps or doing research on bodies of water. But in reality, that is what makes you successful on the water. Yeah. Um, it's a mix between that and spending time on the water and, and physically learning it. You know, you can research it all you want on the computer get out on the water, experience it firsthand. And then that knowledge is now etched into your brain and you can use that piece of knowledge later down the road. So you do that over and over and over and over again. And next thing you know, you got quite the, the bank of memory there that, you know, different situations, different baits. So then you can use all those when a tournament situation arises and uh, it really helps you succeed. So that's my route about it you know i i've uh i've really spent a lot of time behind the scenes over the last probably 15 years and it's really just finally showing itself in the last yeah. couple of years so you know it, it i think a lot of people get discouraged and and don't have the uh the drive to, to continue to do it yeah that what what it really takes to to keep putting in the time even when you're not getting the results immediately but you got to have that bigger picture in mind and, and just keep at it and know that you will succeed eventually yeah i mean you get good from the failures you know you're learning Absolutely. a lot of the, along the way man it's always funny to me um you know you talk to somebody about nascar drivers and they think they're out there like that if you're outside of that sport you're like oh these guys probably just like sit around drink beer and then go drive cars because they have yeah. no concept of what it's like to go 200 miles per hour and like the, the physical conditioning those guys have to go through and all the prep work and uh, how meticulous everything has to be. And I've talked to my buddy, John about like, I feel like it's kind of similar for pro anglers. Like people think that you guys are like floating around casually drinking beer, but yeah. from watching John, I'm like, man, you're kind of an athlete in a lot of ways. Like, like he has to be, I mean, he, he talks about how, like when he's out there, I'm like, 
do you eat? He's like, man, not really. Like you're kind of like just so in the zone. And then he talks about, you know, uh, getting rod and reel set up the night before he's got 20 of them sit there on, on the boat and he, you know, fixing all the tackle. I mean, when he goes into the tournament, when he starts practice phones off, I don't hear from him for like eight days. And um, it's just amazing to me, the focus you guys do have. And I, I, I think that's a huge differentiator. I think it's a, it's, it's huge to, that um, for what it does to separate somebody at that, that elite level. And that's, I mean, that's, I, I can think of anything that's boxers, it's marathon runners. There's a level of prep that goes into it. And, you know, the guy that won the Boston a few years ago on the marathon side, when, it was so freaking hot. He started mm-hmm. hydrating two weeks before, just funneling fluids into his body, thinking like, yeah. and, and and everybody else was gassed at the end. And you know, he came through and just a a couple minutes behind the record uh, on such a hot day because he had done the prep right. Like it, it really, I think I think that's such a good answer. And, and people just think that like, oh, you just know fishing. You guys can hit any lake and and do like win a tournament. And while, yes, you're going to do better than most people, as you just said, like you're doing a ton of homework, even as a pro, you're not just kind of showing up and, and hoping for the best, you know? Yeah. My thing is, is my, or my theory on it was like, I don't ever want to get beat because somebody did something that I could have done and didn't do. So like, I would always just drive myself. Like if, if I'm not doing it, somebody else is, and they're going to beat me. So I don't want to be that guy. Like I want to be the guy that beat somebody else because they didn't do it. You I know? love it. Yeah. So that's what drives me is, is I was like, I don't ever want to be that person that got beat because I didn't, didn't do the prep work and somebody else did. So um, it, you just have to control everything that you can control. Yeah. I love that answer. Um, all right, man. We all, we always try to wind down a gearbox talk with a fun question. That's, that's super ridiculous here of like the best gear. So if it was early summertime you're fishing a tournament and and you've only got one lure to use from sun up till weigh in, you know, around four o'clock, I think is when you guys weigh in. And you know, w- what's that lure, your rod and reel combo? What like what are you going with to be all in on for, for that yeah. whole day? So we're gonna go with my favorite setup that we just went over there, that favorite hex seven six heavy, 20 pound line. But then uh, I'm gonna go with a jig, just your standard jig, half ounce. Um, this one's a green pumpkin blue color. That would depend on uh, the lake or the water clarity. It would either be a, this green pumpkin blue color or a black and blue color if the water was dirty. So I, I would choose between one of those two. And and really, it, it's hard to beat a jig because you can do just about anything you want with this bait. You know, you could flip it into trees. You could drag it on deep ledges. You could swim it through grass if you have to. So you could take this one bait and uh, fish all different levels of the water column and uh, catch bass that are feeding on shad, on crawfish, on bluegill. You could catch fish that are, are targeting so many different forages. So the jig is just so versatile. So I would choose that and just rock with that all day. Awesome. Dude, it's been so good to get to talk to you, get to know you a little bit on here. I appreciate your time. Uh, give people uh, where they uh, let them know where they can see all this awesome content you're creating. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate the, the opportunity. Um, I, I have a YouTube channel as well. That's Matt Becker Fishing. Um, Instagram, Facebook is Matt Becker Fishing as well. So appreciate you guys watching this and I uh, enjoy talking with you as well. Yep. And we'll get links to that in there with the gear. All that's going to be in the show notes. Check it out if you want to follow Matt. Matt, thanks again, man. Sounds good. We'll see you guys.
Thank you, Matt. And always thank you all for watching. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can grab one of these sweet fishing shirts that I have on right now and you can get 10% off with code BASS. You're going to get free shipping, 10% off. We'll get that shipped right to you. We're fast on that too. So go ahead and get on that because that offer does expire within a week of the launch of the show. All the other gear mentioned is in the show notes. Make sure you go through. You can click on that stuff. If you buy anything, there's a good chance we make money. If you buy it from another store, we still might make money. If you buy it directly from us, obviously we make money. Go Wild donates 1% of its proceeds to a camp called Raise Them Outdoors. Raise Them Outdoors is a camp that teaches kids to hunt, fish, shoot, all the things that you love to do. But these kids might not have the opportunity to do that. Maybe they don't have a parent in their life who can teach them. So this camp focuses on teaching the kid and the parent. It makes it something that's fun. It's memorable. They have that and they can take that experience and grow into a hunter and angler. We're going to put some links up to other bass fishing shows. Make sure you check those out, especially right now. We've got a bunch of content out that will help you get better. These are pros. These are tournament anglers that are, are hardcore and you can learn from them all in a quick, you know, 10, 15, 20 minute show and it helps you catch more fish. All right, that's it for me today. I'm out. Are you looking for a memorable getaway for your family that's packed with adventure? Look no further than Lake Erie. Powderhook, in partnership with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, has all the resources you need to plan your adventure to the walleye capital of the world. The best part is, you don't have to be an experienced angler or own a boat to have a fantastic time on the water. While walleye are the main attraction, Lake Erie also offers excellent fishing for yellow perch, trout, steelhead, salmon, and bass. The options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat. All these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at powderhook.com. That's powderhook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie.